Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, hey, what's going on? What's going on with you? Well, you're listening to Please Save Me. It's the official recap podcast for what TV show? Chicago Heroes. And is Chicago Heroes a real TV show? Oh, you bet your stinking ass it is. is. And where won't you find it? Not in the TV guide. But we're recapping it anyway, so we hope you watched. Bye-bye. Bye. I mean, hello. <laughs> what? You gotta take a side. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? Watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. If you see me coming, you better run because I'm gonna lay you the fuck down. Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. Smells like courage. Oh, mixed up. Is that how you're feeling? A little bit. Why are you feeling that way? Um. Because this week's episode is season three, episode 11 of Chicago Heroes, TV's number one show. I know where you're going with that. Uh, yeah, it's season three, episode 11. That's like 311, all mixed up. You don't know what to do. Next thing you turn around and find the person as you thought of might be the thing and the first could be the last. So just get up of your ass. Well, we're actually going to get is what I got. Well, we're actually going to get on our asses because we're sitting on them to record the podcast right now. We are. And the ass that is sitting in this chair is that of Benjamin Flores Esquire. That's my name is Ben. And don't wear it out, but also don't forget it. Are you a lawyer? Uh, no, I'm not a lawyer. Uh, Just I, an Esquire. I am not a lawyer. I, I ain't all. And what are you and what is your name and what aren't you? And I'm tell us about that. Yep. Um... I am lounging on my ass on the couch mm -hmm. over here across from you. And my name is Sarah Black. Preach. <laughs> I also anal. Mm-hmm. Preach. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I anal. Booyakasha. So here's the deal with this podcast. Yeah. Let's say that you fast forwarded through the first minute of it and you're starting right now. Yeah. Please save me is the official recap podcast for Chicago heroes, which is television's number one show. Uh, if you haven't watched it, uh, don't go looking for it because it airs live and they don't put it on the internet and you missed it. So what and are we everybody, doing? And as you all know, everybody, and the entire U.S. has signed an NDA to mm -hmm. not tweet about it or talk about it. We are the only people's people's smart enough not to sign an NDA. We ain't signed no motherfucking NDA. <laughs> and it's interesting because there are people in the world who are lawyers who did it anyway, signed that NDA, but we anals and we didn't. You don't listen, do you? That is what the feds were saying to the freaking lawyers who signed the NDA. Yeah. And by the feds, I mean the cops. And by the cops, I mean the pigs. And by the pigs, I mean the bosses at the network who are in charge of the TV show who put out Chicago Hero, Chicago Heroes, Chicago Heroes. Duh, heroes, duh, heroes, duh, heroes, duh, heroes. So things are good. Pop quiz, it's a pop quiz. Here's the quiz. <laughs> What was this week's episode about? And here's the answer. Is the rest of this episode we're going to tell you. That's well, a trick question. I actually, the thing is, Sarah, let me let you in on a little confession. Okay. Uh, I hit the wrong button on the soundboard <laughs> and I just kind of had to 
find my way out of that hole. What were you hoping to hit? I was trying to hit. Hey Slim, I drink a fifth of vodka. You dare me to drive? And what were you going to say about that? I have already completely forgotten. <laughs> well, that sucks. I have no idea what it related to. Well, on we go. Uh, the show must go on, and the show went on live last night, and we're here to recap it for you. Yo, 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 let me ask you a question. Yeah. How was your Christmas? Um, So good. Did you get what you wanted? Yep. Everything on your list? Uh, Yeah. Okay, guess you must have been on the nice list. Uh, yeah, maybe. I did some naughty stuff over the year, but I was pretty, overall, pretty nice. Is what I was saying a, a while ago. Oh yeah, how was yours? Not anymore. Uh, oh, how was mine? Yeah. it was so good, so 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 good. Yeah, uh, did you get I, everything on your list? Yeah. What I was on it? Box set of the Grown Ups movies. Nice. Grown Ups one grown and ups two. two, and actually a special leak cam leak of Grown Ups three out of Cambodia. Oh. Subtitles fill up the whole fucking screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of fun. Yeah. That's cool. It doesn't even have Adam Sandler in it or the rest of the Happy Madison guys. Uh, so who's in it? Uh, Josh Groban. No, what's that guy's name? Josh Groban. Is he, is he the guy? <laughs> who's Josh Groban? He's the... Um, is he a violinist? No, he's a singer. He's a singer. Who's the violinist? Joshua Bell. You know Joshua Bell? No. He's a famous violinist. Did you remember that viral video from like a year or... Uh, uh, seven years ago or 10 years ago, which can feel like a year. Uh, in this if economy. You had a coma. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it could feel like a year. If you had a coma that lasts nine years, 10 years is going to feel like a year. Love when I have <laughs> you know a coma. I mean? Love to have a coma when I can't get no sleep. Yeah. Uh, so what I was going to say right now is that Joshua Bell, he's a violinist and he's the guy who he played in. It was that video that was like, what if a world-class violinist played in a Washington DC subway station, you know? And like, he's playing in the subway station busking or whatever. And Uh like people just walk by him, Uh like nobody recognizes him, but he's like the most famous violinist in the world or whatever. So you could say he's a viralinist. I love that. Thank you. Not overusing that one at all sarah is holding up her hands right now she's acting like she's criticizing me for using that soundboard thing but she's holding up her hand and snapping her things things together (laughs) (laughs) snapping my fingies yeah begging for more and i don't mean like the like a regular snap that like a singer would do along with the beat i mean the thing where you know like guys who like they like shake their wrist and they and smack their straight fingers together. Yeah. And it looks like they're like going to fucking break their hand off. Yeah. I hate looking at that and I hate thinking about how it sounds. It's awful. Yeah. It's bad. Okay. But anyway, 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 we are going to recap the, that's what we're New here to Year's do. Episode. That is what we're here to do. It's what we're here to do. We live to serve. serve. And so do the heroes. So does Pete Sampras. Tennis player serves. Oh, that's nice. So How does John McEnroe. Love it. Yeah. Andrew Agassi. Yeah, yeah. Andy Roddick. <laughs> Andy Roddick. Uh, the Chronicles of Roddick. Yeah. Freaking Roger Federer. Is Andy Roddick, is that his real name? Yeah. I thought you were doing a made-up name. No, Roddick. Okay. W. <laughs> I was thinking about. <laughs> R-A-W-D-I-C-K. Roddick. <laughs> 
Sarah's mouthing to me that I have to delete her saying raw dick. No, 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 no. That's not what I was saying. Oh. No. Andy Roddick. I was saying that's not actually how it's spelled. That's not really how it's spelled. Oh, you're saying it's not actually spelled R-A-W-D-I-C-K? And if you want to hear more spelling-themed jokes, you can listen. And gaffes and blunders. You can listen back to the last episode of the podcast in which Sarah did another sort of spelling-themed gag. And that has me saying... uh, Did you make that joke the other day? And it actually wasn't the other day. It It was was last week. Oh, yeah. It was a mere week ago. Yeah. Which I guess a lot of people would say is the other day. Probably when you say the other day, you mean like a week ago, right? (laughs) Yeah. But 10 years can feel like a week if you were in a coma for nine years and 51 weeks, which by my estimation would be, let's see, nine times 50. So that would be 450. Uh, Nine times two is 18. So 468. Uh, and then nine time, and then minus one. So that'd be 467 weeks. So if you were in a coma for 467 weeks, and I know that it's kind of doing math, mental math on a podcast is Scott Ackerman's thing over there on Cognitive Bang Bang, but where do you think I learned it from? School is where I learned to do mental math. Doing it on podcasting, I learned from Scott. God. God. The God of comedy, Scott Ackerman. Yeah, and I was going to actually say Scott Raw Dickman. <laughs> Which is yeah. also his thing. Yeah, sort very of much. giving himself nicknames. Yeah. But uh, some Scott. people can't make it behind the paywall. If you can't make it behind the paywall. Scott Rodickman. What do you think about this idea? And let me just throw this out there. A This American Life recap podcast. I love that idea. Okay. So if you're a listener out there, take that, run with it. We're not doing it. <laughs> We're not freaking doing it. Because we already have it. a freaking job. Yeah, we have a job. What is it? Podcasting. Which one? Whichever one pays us. (laughs) Whichever one pays us. And so far, it's this one. We're paying ourselves. But we set up, so we have to set up an LLC for this podcast so that we can pay ourselves. Yeah. So that we can be employees so that we can pay taxes to the government. And if you're looking for our um, LLC name, it's actually called Spelling and Math, LLC. And the funny thing is that it's S P E L I N G, which is one L, which is kind of yeah. a joke. Yep, 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 yep. And then how is there a math joke in there? Let me think. Um, um, it says two it's pl- math M A plus sign H. I love it. Thank I you. I love it. And that's an upside down plus sign if you're looking. Yeah, like a cross, but upside down. It's like an upside down cross. Yeah, like, what's bad. That Justice. Do the D A N C C. <laughs> the dank and that's a little more spelling themed humor for you and what did you say that that pronounced dank we're going to south carolina <laughs> and oklahoma and- that wasn't what i meant to play smoke weed every day dank and i do so let's talk about this week's episode of chicago please Heroes. please pretty please oh daddy can we talk <laughs> oh daddy can we talk about the episode of chicago Heroes? Daddy, would you like some sausage? <laughs> okay, so, um, and is sausage a New Year's food? Oh, it, you bet. It, you bet it is. In Chicago. In Chicago. It's an everyday food. So this was this week's um, New Year's episode of Chicago Heroes and this year's and this decade's. And, um, okay, let's just set the stage. Okay, basically what we're going to do is we're about to do a tight 45 minutes describing every little thing that happened in this episode of television to you in case you didn't see it live. Yep. So buckle the fuck up, chuckle fuckers, because we are taking a ride. We're doing this fast and furious. New Year's Express. Yep. Into 2020. 
Um, and let me be the first to say, Happy New Year. And let me be the first to say, uh, Hindsight 2020. Ah, uh, that's who I'm voting for in the primary. Yeah. I think, I, I just want to say this. I did put this out on the internet a while ago because I wanted to get ahead of it. I think that's going to be one of the most overdone like tweets of next year is hindsight 2020 or hindsight is 2020. Yeah. Like, whatever happens in the election. Well, particularly if a Democrat doesn't win. Yeah, and that's going to happen. Right. And people are going to be saying about whatever happened during the primaries, hindsight 2020. Yeah, totally. It's like, oh, we probably... <laughs> Probably should have ran Bernie. Bernie, yeah, probably, you know, or whatever, or Warren, or whoever, because they're going to be running Biden. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yep. and we're all going to have to cry, 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 and go vote for Joe Biden and grit our teeth. So go press the plus one hour button on your podcast because Sarah and I are about to talk about electability, and we're going to spend about an hour doing it, and then we'll get back into the yeah. We've run the numbers. Okay, so press it now, and, and we're, we're back. back. So. What I expect out of a New Year's themed TV show usually ball is dropping. Like, great. Mm -hmm. I expect big that out of two types. Big ball dropping, right? What do I expect that out of? New Year's themed TV show, coming of age story, right? Mm -hmm. um, I'm not totally 100% on the male anatomy and when the balls drop. Um, I'm not sure. I think it Why? happens prior to puberty. Uh huh. But I don't remember. You don't remember the day your balls dropped? Everybody remembers the day that their balls dropped. Except for you. Well, you don't remember it in your brain. Oh, you remember it in, in your, your balls, balls, which are the brain of the wiener. So. And that's where the pee is stored. Yep. The pee is stored in the balls, which are the brain of the wiener. And you can put that on a bumper sticker and. Oh, uh, give us under all the hindsight money. 2020. Give us a little money. Oh, that's a great, great idea. Okay, so we haven't gotten into the recap yet because we need to ask you for money. And by money, we mean ratings and reviews. Please Podcast go to- Podcast hosts can have a little money, money as, as a, a treat. treat. Please go to Please Save Me on Apple Podcasts and rate it five stars. You're saying, why would I do that? You guys just fuck around. You haven't even gotten to the thing yet. And I'll tell you what, just trust me. And give it a glowing review also. So here's what we're going to do now. Uh, I expect the ball to drop in a New Year's show. I expect there to be like usually some kind of a big glamorous party with um, not confetti, but like um, dazzling lights and uh, maybe confetti at midnight. Glitter. That's what I was glitter. thinking. Was glitter. Oh yeah. And uh, confetti, a, but sparkly. Imagine dragons playing. Oh yeah. Make me up and make me up, believe. So we expect that. Yeah. We expect a kiss. Ooh, a, a midnight smoochie. Yes. Uh, maybe to turn a princess out of being a frog or something. Yeah, or a prince. Yeah. And those are the things I expect from a New Year's That's episode. It. This episode had none of that. This was no. a whole different kind of... Well, there was kissing. Yeah, it didn't happen right at midnight, though. It no. happened kind of all throughout. Yeah, it was a and lot was of actually like kissing each other's genitals yeah bad part it was mouth to genital type stuff yeah yeah the best kind of kissing there was a lot of midnight 69ing in this episode <laughs> right yeah um reverse yeah. 69ing even and and what's... 96ing <laughs> no i thought it was when you lick somebody's butt and then they find a way to lick yours too that's what it is yeah yeah how do you do 96ing that? from the back 
So there was a lot of 96ing from the back at midnight in this episode. And the interesting thing was that this episode started at midnight. So, oh yeah, your typical New Year's episode kind of builds up to that midnight moment, you know, the ball drop. But everybody knows that the party it do rage way past midnight. Rage on, my friend, my lady. (laughs) Uh, And so this episode we open um, at midnight, and then we had a flashback. But this, like, it started at the midnight moment. Yeah, right where it was like three, two, two, one, and then a lot of party goers. Kind of, it was Dropped shot like the, floor, the HBO show Euphoria. and fucking. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so it was shot like Euphoria, so like a lot of those kind of druggy colors and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then just party goers, as you said. Say that again. Dropping to the floor, sucking and fucking. Booyakasha! And if that's the name of a sex act, they're doing it. Oh, and it's everything. Right. There's drugs flying, all that stuff. Yeah, people are throwing cocaine in the air like right. it's freaking confetti or Imagine glitter. Dragons is not playing. No. But Maroon 5 is. is. And what's the um, Maroon 5 song that was playing? I don't mind spinning every day <laughs> out on the corner in the pouring rain. Which is kind of a cool thought. And then they went into, make me a believer, a believer. They covered Imagine Dragons. <laughs> they did an impression of Imagine Dragons. Adam Levine did his impression of Imagine Dragons. Um, and he said... Main guy. He picked, <laughs> he picked up his um, <laughs> microphone. He was actually already holding it, but he picked it up again because he had dropped it. <laughs> he picks it up and he goes... <laughs> <laughs> he said, folks... To all these guys and gals and and gender non-conforming and non-binary folks who are 96ing from the back on the floor at this house party, which is a big house. Adam Levine, he <laughs> says, folks, <laughs> he says, folks, <laughs> come on. They say, come on, Adam, spit it out. That's what they all say. Come on, spit it out. Yeah, they lift their mouths from each other's Just genitals assholes. for one second just to say, spit, spit it, it out. out. And then some of them started spitting out what they've been sucking on. And then and they were like, we're talking to Adam. And uh, Adam, but then, then they started getting piss and shit and blood everywhere. everywhere. And Adam goes, he goes, folks, it just ain't New Year's without Imagine Dragons. <laughs> And everybody was like, we waited for We waited for that. And one guy, one guy, he stood up and he fucking cheered. Cheer. And he put his salute up and he goes, sir, I salute you, you're sir. The, you're the troops and I salute <laughs> you. And Adam Levine goes, I ain't the troops. And they had a back and forth about whether Adam Levine was the troops. I, I at. I ain't the troops. I ain't at. I ain't the truth. You're right. I, I at. at. So sometimes, if you're not getting the joke, sometimes <laughs> Sarah and I, we like to say that we're not lawyers. And when you're not a lawyer, you say, I am not a lawyer. And the spelling of that is I-A-N-A-L, which sounds like, what does it sound like, Sarah? I anal. So if you say, I am not something else, you can pronounce it a different way. I at. Like, I am not the troops. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that was basically like big midnight moment for New Year's Eve. And we are at the, and we pan, like, um, not pan. What's the word for when a camera pulls back? It pulls Zoom. back. Well, that's different. <laughs> Zoom out. That's different. So I don't know if you went to film school. I didn't. Okay. But I went to nofilmschool.com online, which is sort of like an online film school for people who aren't go to film school. 
And what I learned. I ants. I ants. And what I learned. I am. I ain't no film scholar. And what I learned is that zooming and pulling out, zooming out and pulling back are different. And zooming in and pushing in are different. So the zoom is where the camera remains stationary and you either, and you zoom it. But then the pulling out or the pulling back is where the whole dolly with the camera on it actually moves physically back. Pulling out is what all the kids on the floor floor were doing right right about they finished yeah and that's also and we didn't say this but they were this was mostly teenagers that's why i said the euphoria thing because it was kind of like euphoria yeah and that's an important point to note because that's like kind of a big plot kind of a big plot point all the people in this initial scene this big suck fuck 96ing scene with adam (laughs) levine covering imagine dragons doing his impression of the imagine dragon singer and then the big midnight party at this really big huge mansion house those were teenagers and pulling out is what Sarah is going to be doing from this podcast if I keep explaining film techniques. No. No. I love it. Never. Never. We can never stop doing this podcast, no matter how nobody listens to we it. We didn't sign an NDA, but we did sign a contract with ourselves. And blood. Yep. And now we pull back and we see that this setting for this big huge party with all the teenagers looks a little familiar looks a little familiar what does it look like the freaking hero house so there's a house in this show a house on a hill and it is on a big hill it's on chicago hill Uh uh-huh and and chicago hill is where all the rich and famous of chicago live it's kind of like have you ever heard of los angeles hills no well this is like that but for chicago i've heard of beverly hills but only in song it's even bigger what do you mean you've only heard of it in song? Let's explore that. Like the Weezer song. Okay, Beverly how does that Hills. one go? Beverly Hills. That's where, where I, I want, want to be. be. So you know it. And you were just being a dick. I needed to have my memory jogged. I did not remember it. Well, consider it jogged. It's not, you know, and forgive me. <laughs> we'll it's see. N- <laughs> it's uh it's not one of the best Weezer songs. Okay, you're right. The sweater one is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Dung, 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 dung. It goes like that. Uh-huh. Okay. And what's interesting about this is that they talk about a party in that song. <gasps> in the sweater song, right? Yeah. Okay, let's take a breather. I'm breathing. So we pull back from... Okay, so this show Chicago Heroes. There's a hero house. It's on a big hill. Yeah, this show is Chicago Heroes, if you guys... Didn't remember. Skipped like up until now. If you hadn't been eating your remembering berries. Um, so. Remember berries. And member berries is what they call them on South Park, which is where I stole it from. What Uh-oh. I just said. Oh. <laughs> it's berries that make you remember things. Oh, that's cool. That uh, it's like re- nostalgia berries. Is yeah. What it gives you. It's a cool reference. Yeah. It's Smart cool that we're referencing South Park. Watch South Park. Yeah. It's a good show. So. All of the heroes. So let's go over the Chicago heroes real quick. The main cast. Okay. So we have cop Monica played by Courtney Cox. Yep. We have a paramedic played by Jennifer Anderson. Jennifer Anderson. And her name is Rachel. Yep. We have a lawyer Uh named Chandler played by Matthew Matthew Perry. And we have a firefighter, yep. fireman, as Joey. he likes to call himself. People will call him Fireboy. He says, I'm a fireman. Fire man. And then he kind of cries. 
and they say, if you're a man, then why do you go by the name Joey instead of Joseph? And he says, Joey's my full name. Yeah, and that's just say, kind of what, what my parents gave me. Yeah, they go, what do you mean your full name? Is it your middle and last name too? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of all my parents gave me. It's kind of all my parents gave me. It's like Prince. Yeah. Played by Matt LeBlanc. That is, yeah, that's his name. Matt yeah. LeBlanc. Yeah. yeah. And I just forgot that for a moment. That was the actor's name. Wow. And that sounds kind of French. Is it French? Yeah. LeBlanc. 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 Le croissant. So his Les name poissons. actually should be, what's the French version of Joey? Uh... Joey. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so his name should Joey. be Joey. Joey. Okay, and maybe we'll see that come back as a joke in this episode. Oh, not, I haven't crossed. looked at my notes yet. For <laughs> I know crossed. we already watched the episode, but I haven't looked at my Ooh, notes. I haven't remembered them either. There's a paleontologist named Ross, played, played by, by David, David Swimmer. <laughs> There's a whole kind of thing where they make fun of that a lot. Yeah. Uh, if you want to know about that, go back to the previous episode of Please Save Me. Please. We- we'll wait. We'll wait. And then there is the mayor of Chicago, played by Lisa Kudrow. Name of the character is Mayor Lisa Kudrow. Yeah. And we don't know yet whether mayor is her title or her name. We actually have never So nobody ever that. bugs her about her name, but they bug no. Joey constantly. Constantly. They go, what? Your whole name's Joey? And nobody ever thinks to ask Mayor Lisa Kudrow. So wait, your first name, name is, is mayor, mayor and your middle name is Lisa, Lisa and your last name is Kudrow? Kudrow? No one ever has thought to ask, uh, except for you, fair listener. You asked us, and our answer is... We don't know. We don't know. Uh, we don't write the canon. We just fire it. Oh, my God. That's a little wordplay for you there. I love that. Okay. So, anyway, there... Is that from all, South Park? Yeah. So, all these heroes live together in a house, and they're adults, so it's a little <laughs> weird. Yeah, they're adults who... Piss and shit and fuck, just and like anybody. not on a reality show. So it's a little strange that they all live together in a house, but they do. So and, and they don't seem to find it strange at all. Get used to it. Yeah, get used to it, fucker. They love it. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? So That's we, my favorite South Park line. Love it. And that's Cartman. Yep. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Nailed it. So there's a flashback now from the New Year's Eve party to getting ready for the party. Yes. So we're at the hero house. Everybody's brushing their hair. Yeah. Uh, And their teeth. And uh, they're under their pits. Right. And the mayor comes. And so that's like Chandler and Monica and Ross. No, not Ross. He's not there. No, he doesn't live in the hero house. I forgot. They have a big um, cardboard cutout of him <laughs> that they keep around in the house. And Ross lives in they a cardboard house. And he lives in a cardboard house <laughs> yeah. outside the house. Yeah. But. Kind of like a dog house. He's not there right now. Do we know why, listener? Well, at the last end of the previous episode, mm-hmm. Ross got flown on a private jet from a billionaire named Bill Windows to an island called Little St. Nick Island in the Caribbean, <laughs> and he's living in a temple shaped like <laughs> the Pentagon, but it looks like a snowflake. So does that pretty much get us up to speed on that one? Absolutely. Right. And it's so um interesting to me that we spend so much time recapping these episodes when really we could just boil it down to what you just said yeah yeah 
And so they're throwing darts. The other heroes are throwing darts at the cardboard cutout of Ross. We hated that guy anyway. We're so glad he's not here anymore. We could probably burn down the cardboard doghouse. Shame about that billionaire Bill Windows guy who turned out to be kind of a sex pervert and everything. Um, Yeah, he also died. He he died. (laughs) And then it came out that he was a sex pervert. Right. And people said that he died because his heart grew Grew three sizes. But maybe he died because of karma. Right. And so they kind of chat about that for a little while. And if you know how Bill Windows died, please reach out to us on Twitter at Please Save Me Pod mm-hmm. and let us know how you think Bill Windows died. Yeah. And uh, by gun, by knife, by candlestick, or by rope. I'm thinking about Clue. Is there a gun in Clue? I think there's a pistol, I believe. Got it. Is there a knife? Um, Maybe. You know, I saw Knives Out, uh-huh. the new Ryan Johnson flick. Yeah. It was a rollicking good time. You told me great. that last time we recorded. Did I really? Mm-hmm. There's on. Did I say it on air? No. Okay. Uh, it was great. Yeah. Great theater going time. I wouldn't recommend that any of our listeners go see it in theaters because you should be spending 24-7 listening to our podcast. Or watching the show, Chicago Heroes. Either one. Yeah. As we've said, Chicago Heroes only airs live and you can't get it online so you really should keep your schedule open around the time that it airs and i can't remember right when that is right now it's when all the knives out showings are happening it's though. when all of them are happening it is yeah and yeah. that's just common sense so i guess you can just go get fucked <laughs> if you're a listener but anyway um mayor lisa kudrow comes by the hero house she does she stops by and she's like i'm ready to fucking rage yeah and they go, are you talking about the party we're having tonight? And she or goes, are you mad? Yeah. And because you can't tell with her because. Kind of one facial expression. She's had a lot of work done. Yeah. You know, and all, a lot of them have. Yeah. Like pretty much this whole cast has had so much work done <laughs> that they really all pretty much only have one kind of perma expression, uh-huh. which is like halfway between a grin and a scream. <laughs> right so it's sort of like like a like they, uh, like if you see like um the a smiley face or like this the, the sides of the lips are fall down and so the teeth are put together and you can't really talk because you get this smile on your face so yeah so they all kind of look like this and they, and yeah. they all sort of talk like this <laughs> We've never really explained that before, but they all sound, it's hard to explain. <laughs> really hard to hear hard to understand. Like. So it's like that. <laughs> so, so Lisa Kudrow comes in and she goes, <laughs> I'm, ready to I'm ready to rage. <laughs> and, and the heroes are like, they said what we just said and repeated already. And, and she goes, I'm talking about the party tonight. But I get why you're asking that. When I look in the mirror at myself, I don't even look like me to me anymore. <laughs> why does she have that accent? I don't know. Okay. I mean, that's just how I sound when I try to do my impression of her. Oh, okay. Um, Their mouths look really fucked up. I know when... So fu- <laughs> it's hard. Go ahead, Sarah. It's really upsetting to see to see them and it's a wonder we've kept watching all this time despite it uh, but that's just a testament to the writing anyway <laughs> i cannot overstate how much every actor on this show looks like a dog that is a year past the point at which it should have been put down i mean it's like it is awful yeah it's, <laughs> it's really 
horrible. Yeah. Okay. They apparently show episodes of this show to uh, all of like to like to like KSM and ABAB and all of them down in Guantanamo Bay. Uh huh. Um. Anyway, just 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 to make them look at these people. Oh. You know what I mean? And the As fact torture. That, and the fact that it's TV's number one show <laughs> it's is amazing. a testament to the writing. Incredible. The yeah. writing is great. Oh, I should have clarified. These guys, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, um, uh, uh, Osama bin Laden, not him, but... Like a guy like guys him. <laughs> like him, who are down there in Guantanamo. Yeah, a guy like Osama bin Laden. I think someone Laden. from a previous episode of Chicago Heroes actually got sent to Guantanamo. Um didn't he in like an earlier episode this season, there was some guy that got <laughs> shipped off to Guantanamo after committing a crime. Was it Richard Jewell? Uh, it might've been Richard Jewell. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the point, the thing that the thing I messed up was I forgot to say, they don't let them hear the sound No, when they play it in Guantanamo, they which is to why it's it. punishing. Yeah. Cause the writing is so good that if you're hearing the dialogue, which I know we said is excruciating, <laughs> It's like sort of like the excruciation cancels each other out, you know. <laughs> and the writing is just so good. The writing is great. If you can understand what they're saying, it's worth it. Oh yeah, they also don't let them use subtitles. Or, and why no, are we I mean, explaining they, this to you? Because you they, also watch you watch this it. Show. So you know it's good. Um, but they do down in Guantanamo Bay. I I misspoke. They do let them use subtitles, but they put them in a um a different language. How do you know all this? English. Um, <laughs> God, we don't lock people away in Guantanamo who speak English as their native language for the most part, right? I'm I just, don't know. Why I'm do you just know all this? Bear the truth about why don't you, why do you know all this the, about them playing this as torture down in Guantanamo? Everything you're saying about Guantanamo is if you're the authority on it. Mm-hmm. I read Wiki. I read the Wikipedia. Oh, you, I read the WikiLeaks. So good. Booyakasha. Um, I know you want me to use a different thing from the soundboard, but that's kind of the but only sort of one we have. I think that we've got some some other ones, but the only other one I'm seeing right now is is this one. It's Christmas time, and we've Perfect. already kind of said it's not. Yeah, it's New Year's. <laughs> we've kind of already established that it's not. Okay, so they're in the house. They're getting ready. Mary Lisa Kudrow comes in. She is ra- ready to rage, and then they all kind of clear clarify that she's Clear-ed ready to air. fucking party. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, is our plan ready to go? You know? Um, and what's the plan? Well, the plan is that Mary Lisa Kudrow is running for president. She's making her presidential gambit, as she often likes to call it. And uh, she's got strategy and she's got tactics. Yeah. And she explains the difference between the two to people whenever they'll listen. Yep. Um, but you guys are, already all know the difference. Strategy is sort of your overarching uh insight and the thing you're mostly like the big like objective the business case for why you're doing the thing you're doing tactics are how you get there i love it so a strategy is become president a tactic is throw a party at the hero house on new year's eve for all of the teens to come to to hashtag stop the violence exactly so barely zakudro has been pounding the pavement on this initiative. Yeah. To hashtag stop the violence. Uh-huh. And people, got rid of guns already in the city of Chicago. Got yep. rid of knives in most situations unless it's like to cut something. Mm-hmm. And even that sometimes not allowed to use a knife to cut something. Yeah, you have to ask scissors. First. Yeah. yeah, you have to ask first and then a lot of scissors. Yeah. So she gave out kind of campaign merch that's 
pair of and big it's scissors. Like the scissor, but it's the scissors that have the rounded ends rounded on the bottom ends. like you get in kindergarten. And made of plastic. Uh-huh. So you can't cut a carrot with it. Or and, a person's heart. And that's interesting because we've actually, on a webisode, there were a couple webis there was a webisode about um, the scissors called Scissors Out, and it was directed by Ryan Johnson. And they, um, it was about kind of the, what's the word for um, backfire? It was kind of how the knives thing backfired. Because by only letting people use dull scissors in the city of Chicago as part of Mayor Lisa Kudrow's initiative to hashtag stop the violence, mm-hmm. well, people have been still trying to cut carrots with them and stuff oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, if you try to cut something hard with something dull, with a dull tool, it's much more likely to slip. And so the scissors were slipping and lots of kids were cutting their fingers off and or like accidentally jabbing themselves in the torso when they were trying to cut carrots. Oh. And then they went to the hospital. And the I don't course- really get the logistics of <laughs> Have you ever tried to cut something with a dull knife? Um, like an onion? Yeah, sure, probably. And if the knife is... I don't sh- end up stabbing myself, though. But if the knife is sharp, if you because you probably have good sharp knives, right? Uh, they're fine. They're okay? If they're okay... They're not Cutco. They're not going to... Nice. And <laughs> we'll leave it to you, listener, to determine whether that was in praise <laughs> of Cutco or damning Cutco. Damning. Damning it. Damning. Damn it to hell. If you cut something with a dull knife, mm-hmm. the knife can slip off more easily because it doesn't go right through. And then you're more likely to And then you're more likely to, get to get an accident. shove it in your own torso. If you're Yeah. If you're a dumbass kid, I guess. Anyway, the kids go to the hospital, the doctors aren't allowed to have knives, so they're using trying to use the plastic <laughs> scissors to do surgery on the yep. torso, and then the kids die on the table. Yeah. So anyway, there's a party at the Hero House, big party at the Hero House to stop the violence. And the whole idea is that parents can send their kids there if they're worried about them like doing drinking or drugs. Yeah. Okay. So That doesn't sound fun. Well, and we also know from what we saw at midnight Mm, there's definitely drinking and drugs and fucking and sucking. Right. I'm like, wait a minute. When they're showing this poster that's like, you know, um, the safest thing is being, like it says, um, it's New Year's Eve, midnight. Do you know where your children are? Uh-huh. And then there's a parent, there's a bunch of parents, this is on the poster. Uh-huh. A bunch of parents were shouting, saying, they're at the hero house, staying safe and exactly. hashtag stopping the violence. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, the hashtag is stop the violence, but sometimes they use hashtag stopping the violence if it makes sense more in the context of the message. Sort of defeats the purpose of, of a having hashtag, a hashtag. Because it's sort of it's like you click it and yeah. it shows everything that has that hashtag. And we see a lot in these episodes that um, the city of Chicago doesn't have a super firm grasp on how social media works. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely not. I mean, if I want to, like, I mean, let's just take, for example, one thing is the ice bucket challenge fiasco. Yeah. Right. So in one of the previous episodes this season, Mayor Lisa Kudrow tried to get everyone to do the ice bucket challenge, but yeah, of course, lined them up on the steps of the Chicago museum and basically had cops dump buckets of ice on naked people's cold bodies Yeah, and they got hyperthermia and ended up in the hospital where they couldn't get surgery off the scissors. Exactly. So, so anyway, so there. So your brain's a ticking. Yeah, your brain's a ticking. Yours is. My brain. Watching it, thinking yes. like, wait, what's the deal? Uh huh. So I'm saying, what's the deal? What's the deal with the fact that I saw the sucking and fucking and drugging and drinking? And what's the deal with the poster? So okay, hmm, something in my brain is going. Oops, something's not right. 
Chickity chicka, the Chinese chicken. You have a drumstick and, and your, your brain, brain stops, stops ticking. ticking. Watching next files with no lights on. The Alamay's on. I hope the smoking man's in this one. Like, like Harrison Ford, Ford, I'm getting frantic. Like Sting, I'm tantric. Like, like Snickers, guaranteed to satisfy. Like, like Kurosawa, I make mad films. K, I don't make films. But, but if, if I did, they'd have a samurai. Gotta get a set of better clubs. Gotta find the kind with tiny nubs so my iron, irons aren't always flying, flying off the back swing. Boom, man, I made babes. They make you think the wrong thing. Well, it's been one week since we last did this podcast, and now we're doing it again because it's New Year's. And the... <laughs> right? Yeah, but what... What does that have to do with the song? And what does that have to do with anything I was saying up until now? You said... Well, I said, is, does that make your brain go ticking? Oh. And then you were talking about how your brain was ticking, and that reminded me of Chickity Chicka the Chinese Chicken. You have a drumstick and your brain starts ticking. Stops ticking. Starts. I don't I know what the lyric is. Starts. So spicy stuff would make your brain start ticking. Do you want me to look it up? I don't. <laughs> I have my hand on my phone as if it's like, like a, a gun. gun. And we're about to do. <laughs> we're about to do duel. Old West standoff. I'm gonna look it up. Oh, a duel is better because uh, Hamilton did a duel with and Aaron. That means it's better with Aaron. Aaron Burr. What's that? Okay. Well, I put my two fingers in my mouth and pulled them out like the characters from this show with oh, the work that's the been done they, they, and they can't pronounce things. But I was actually referring back to that classic got milk ad, right? Do you remember that one? The what? The got milk ad. There's no. a, there's a got milk ad from the nineties. It's one of the most famous ones where there's a guy who is like an Aaron Burr, Andrew Hamilton dual fanatic. Oh, he's like you, you basically the ad starts with, like you open up on this guy, guy's like house or his room. This is a it, got milk ad. It's a real, I'm, I, I'm not shitting you. Okay. I know that we shit a lot. I know that we shit around a lot on this podcast. <laughs> Flinging shit everywhere. Okay. Telling yeah. you the full truth. It's stops ticking. It's a, okay. I thought so because the spicy stuff would kind of make it hard for you to think. Like, you know, when you eat something oh, really spicy. I thought it would like get you firing on all cylinders a little bit. Like really like <laughs> it's, touching all all the zones of like your brain. It's like taking the limitless drug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you, are you, can you still explain the ad? Yes. Okay. It's a great ad. So it like opens on this guy. Uh, and doesn't Got Milk always have the best ad? They really do. It's kind of the classic. It's like you got Coca-Cola, you got Got Milk. That's about Pepsi it. Pepsi joined a conversation. 1984. Won't be like 1984. Um, anyway, this guy is like a big, this is way before the Hamilton musical and everything, but like, he's a big Andrew Hamilton, Aaron Burr dual fanatic, right? So you see like, he has all this memorabilia, Uh like his whole house is filled with this kind of trivia Sure. and he's listening to the radio Uh and there's like a $1 million or whatever call in thing. And it's like one trivia question Oh, and And it's who shot Andrew Hamilton in in a duel or whatever. Andrew Hamilton, huh? Is that his name? What's Alexander his name? Hamilton. Did I say Andrew every time? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I meant Alexander. <laughs> um, uh, who shot Alexander Hamilton, right? And, but the guy has just started eating a peanut butter sandwich. <gasps> and his mouth is full of peanut butter. Oh, I do know he this. He calls in yeah. and he can't pronounce the because word or whatever. Because he peanut butter so far in his mouth. Yeah, and I don't remember if he's actually on the phone or not, but he's like yelling. He's like, and he like loses. He doesn't get the contest. Because he didn't like, have milk. Got milk. Yeah, yeah. to wash it down. And then he to turns. To wash it down, as Joe Biden would say. Yes, and then he turns to the camera and winks and he says, I'm Lin-Manuel Miranda and I've got milk. And I've come from the future. 
He says, I'm Lin-Manuel Miranda, and I'm here to say, I've come come from from the future future in a major major way. (laughs) God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he was alive probably when that commercial was shot. The corporations with their exploitation and their procrastination. It's all the rap in that thing is like that. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, Anyway, so the point is... (laughs) that what were we talking about they were having a party keep the kids safe yeah. parents could send their kids there to make sure they weren't drinking drugging sucking fucking yeah so then we cut basically to all the kids uh, like like mary lisa kudrow's like is everything set and they're like yeah everything's set the other heroes yeah and then okay we, so what's everything well we find out we find out so we cut to later that day which is new year's eve and there's all these parents kind of rolling up to the hero house, a uh, big, long private drive at the top of a hill. Looks like the house on Haunted Hill, if Haunted Hill were not haunted, but just really nice. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's a big mansion, and they're dropping their kids off and saying like, okay, honey, stay safe. Make sure that you... Um, Brush your teeth. Right, yeah. And uh, the kids are all like, Make I sure you're fucking the one- hate you. I'm never going to talk to you again. <laughs> yeah. I'm calling DCFS. You're the worst mom in the world. Yes. Choice quotes from those kids. Yeah. Fuck off, mom. Fuck off, mom. Fuck off, dad. I hope you fall in a hole and die. You're not my real dad. A lot of that. Yeah. A lot a of kids lot getting out of, of the car saying you're, <laughs> you're not, not my, my real dad. dad. Um, we get a nice little moment where we kind of, you know how in these things where you have like a lot of cast like extras and stuff uh-huh. you kind of then zero in on a character like it's like ensemble and then you zero in on an example character yeah i know that yeah so we zero in on a kid where she's like making her mom park like a hundred feet away you know she's like i'll just get out here and mom's like i have to it's a it's a roundabout i have to drive a, or like it's like a cul-de-sac or whatever yeah that's what she says um she <laughs> like goes it's a roundabout or like cul-de-sac or whatever she <laughs> goes i can't like just back up i'm gonna have to drive all the way around anyway why don't i just let you off at the end of it and the kid's like because i fucking hate you and i don't want anyone to see honestly i hope you drive off the end of the hill yeah and the mom's like, if I were to do that, she's like, okay. She puts the brake on. She goes, let's talk about this. <laughs> she goes, if you want me to drive off the end of the hill, what do you think a hill has an end to it? Are you thinking of a cliff? That's what she says. Yeah. And the girl is like, I don't, she goes, she goes, I don't give a fuck, mom. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? That's what she says to her mom. Yeah. This is her mom. And then her mom was like, okay, if I wasn't so sick of taking care of you, I would put you back in the car and bring you home and ground you for four months just for saying that to me. But I hate having you in the house so much. Yes. I'm making you stay here tonight. All I have are negative thoughts. That's what she's saying to herself in the car after yes. the kid gets out. She like kind of beats her head on the steering wheel a couple times. Yeah, and we actually do see her thought. And she's picturing a cliff and she's picturing herself driving, driving off, off of it, it and the car burn, burn, burning up. Well, she, <laughs> she pictures herself driving off the cliff, opening the door and jumping, jumping out the car as it's just careening off this cliff. Yeah. And then she like sort of um, <laughs> flaps her wings. Yes. And then she turns into a bird and flies away where she doesn't have a shitty daughter. Totally. That's so beautiful, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you. It's really beautiful. And I know you Well, you don't have to tell me. I know you didn't write it. I didn't write it. I know that it was just in the TV show Chicago <laughs> Heroes, which we're recapping, but it was such a gorgeous moment. 
I agree. And I, I feel like I just relived it when you described it. Yeah, well, I did a good job. My favorite, I love how she she pushed one foot off of the car and just sort of like she got an extra herself. launch. Yeah. yeah. Um, and an extra lunch is what uh, a guy, one of the teens dads is giving him yeah. as he gets out to go to the and party. And just like a shitty paper bag or whatever. Yeah. And he says, have a great, he says, have a great time, son. I want you to know that I love you very, very, he, um, well, okay. So actually this is funny. Uh, I forgot about the first part of this. Um, so they were in the car and they were, you know where this is going, don't you? I do. I yeah. Do. So they were driving and um, uh, th- they're, they're driving and the, mm-hmm. the dad's um, brakes actually give out when they're on the way up to the top <gasps> yeah, of the hill. Yeah, I remember. And so the car is rolling, rolling, rolling up to the hill. and It's rolling up the hill? Yeah, it's because they were going so fast <laughs> to start with. And <laughs> so it has a lot of momentum. And the kid says, um, where are we going? And, uh, cause the kid was actually reading a magazine, um, this really arduous article about some third world country that he can't even pronounce the name of. And he says, where are we going? And his dad says, we're going to a party. It's a birthday, birthday party. party. It's your, your birthday, birthday party. party. We, we love, love you very, very, very much. And if even a few of our listeners get that reference from the show, I will just love it so much. I think they will. Do you think they will? Yeah. Okay. I actually want to put out a challenge right now. If you get this reference that we just did, we just did. That's that was pretty from the show Chicago popular Heroes. reference. It's pretty popular, right? Yeah. I'll give you a hint. It's from a song <laughs> and I'm not going to say any more than that. Uh, that's not for you, Sarah. Cause obviously you knew it. That's uh, yeah. for our listeners. It's from a song. And if you know what it is, just <laughs> at us, please save me pod on Twitter and we'll give you your DM just desserts. Yeah. We'll DM you. We'll DM you back. Congratulations. <laughs> nice and then job. You can kind of chat with us if you want. You can kind of chat with us if you want. We'll say, <laughs> and once you say maybe two or three things back we'll and forth, we'll say, okay, sort of block you. move along now. Fuck off. <laughs> Um, bye bye. So they get to the party. All these kids are in there, and they're feeling like, okay, fuck this. Bunch of cops. This bunch of cops sucks. Bunch of cops. Bunch of fucking cops. I don't want to hang out with a bunch of fucking cops on New Year's Eve. I want to be sucking. I want to be fucking. I want to be, be drinking. Drinking and I'm drugging. drugging. And so they get into the house, and once they've all sort of filed in, and all the they've <laughs> they had to walk in in a straight line and sort of do a roll call, make mm-hmm. sure everybody's there. Roll call. Yep. And they all stand in a line and they salute, and then um, <laughs> God, yeah, you're right. And then they shut the door behind them, and then they lock it. And everybody, all all of our heroes, sort of circle around this line of teens, and they sort of eye them up and down and try to look really stern and serious and a little bit scary. And all the kids are sort of scared, mm-hmm. right? Like they're mm-hmm. saluting, standing at attention. Yep. They feel like they're in mm-hmm. trouble. And then somebody kind of mouths to their friend. And they're like, is this what the whole night's going to be like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And no. One kid blows his <laughs> brains out. Because he goes, uh, because he goes, he goes, this sucks. Where'd he get a gun? I'm not spending all night here doing this. He took it from Cop Monica. He took her service weapon. (laughs) He took her service weapon. 
and um, I know it sounds bad. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it sounds bad, and it was bad to watch. <laughs> it's really hard to watch, but um, Rachel's a paramedic, and sewed she, him back up. She so she said, "It's okay." She said to all the other kids, "She goes, it's okay. He's all right. He only got a little bit of it." <laughs> and she sewed him back up, and he was gun like, was only like a quarter loaded. He was he was pretty much fine. <laughs> like for the rest of the night, he was kind of speaking pig Latin, but like pretty much fine. Yeah, he was like, and believe me, I he a, got sucked in fun. He got sucked in fun. Yeah, he didn't have to talk. He go yeah. He was like I ish way I didn't day. Oble I may Ainsbray out a. Uh, up bay is they is a ose unfe. Oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay. This is so fun. Yeah yeah yeah. Got it. I wish I didn't blow my brains, brains out, out, but this, this is, is so fun. fun. Yeah. yeah I know. Um I'm fluent. Fluent. Um in sarcasm and pig Latin. Yeah and Cop Monica is fluent in pig Latin because piggy she's a piggy oink oink so okay so they're all standing in line guy blows his brains out rachel <laughs> yeah him back they have together. to take a quick pause <laughs> yeah and then um <laughs> and then yeah. firefighter joey goes i wish you hadn't done that yeah because you're gonna love this and then <laughs> and the cardboard cut out of ross says so that happened <laughs> and uh, all the heroes turn and throw a dart at his mouth to shut him up yeah they're like shut the fuck up yeah um and then yeah, Joey goes, bring them in, boys. And then they roll in, like, what? Like, 4,000 kegs. Yeah. <laughs> and, like... Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And just, like, a table just full of drugs. Right. And then <laughs> kind of um, just a chest, a big, big chest full of um, just, like, kind of any, like, sex stuff you could want. Like, BDSM stuff. Dildos. Double one, the dildos. Flashlights. Flashlights flashlights in case the lights go out or in case you want to explore somebody's cavity baby when the lights go out i'll show you what it's all about um so that song's playing do you think people like how much we sing on this show i think that some people do there's a guy who told me that i had a nice voice you do well thank you but i assume he wouldn't have said that what do you say about my voice he didn't say anything. That's kind of... But he was essaging May me. Okay, well, so, if you're the person who told Ben that he had a nice voice, can you essage May me and um, let me know what you think of my voice? Because I took fucking voice lessons. I took voice lessons also, too once. all throughout high school. Yeah. And I I'm almost went to college to major in opera. So mm-hmm. just... Um, if Don't let that color what you tell me, but if you want to tell me how you feel about my voice, that'd be good. Hey, sexy girl, did you go to college? Did you get your BA with all that knowledge? Um, I like when you rap on the show. I was thinking, and I might do a little more of it, but I was thinking, I was going to say this, which is, yeah. you know, me, think, me thinks the lady dost protest too much. Protest too much. <laughs> protest. Protest too much. Because maybe he messaged me to say I had a nice voice because he thought like maybe if I tell him he has a nice voice he'll stop singing so much on the maybe he's singing so much on the podcast because he just ever, wants someone to say nobody ever hears that they have a nice voice and then they stop singing that's a great point that's a great point you're right you tell somebody once they have a nice voice and then they're kind of like then okay they, I'm gonna do this a lot then they never shut the fuck up yeah they up. don't stop and I know that because so some, I went I was in choir. 
Well, somebody must have told the guy from Journey that he had a nice voice because he didn't stop. Well, believing. But if you kind of stop the quote, if I it was misleading for me to leave off the believing part. Because it's not that he didn't stop singing. It's that he didn't stop believing. So that's the soundboard clip that we play when I make a... Bad joke. When I make an uh-oh. uh-oh. So the baby pa- made an uh oh. So they roll out all this shit and people start just fucking going wild <laughs> immediately. Yeah, and somebody turns to cop Monica. A kid turns to cop Monica and goes, "Wait, aren't you guys a bunch of cops?" And she goes, "Well, yeah, but we're cool cops." Yeah, Mayor Lisa Kudrow comes in. Mayor type of cop. Yeah, maybe the top cop. Ooh, and, interesting. And uh, she says um, she's dressed like a sort of like a dominatrix. Um, and she says, she's got a whip and everything. She says, for for 24 hours. Well, no, let's make it 12 hours. She goes, for 12 hours. Until noon. Until noon tomorrow. Because it's midnight right now, is what she says. And then she looks at her watch. She says, oh, crap, this thing's <laughs> broken. It's actually only like 9 p.m. She goes, all right, well, for 15 hours then, because that's 12 plus 3. Yep. Let's get from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Um, cause got she it. goes, cause we got to keep the end time the same. Cause I already said that part. Um, and that's when your parents are all coming, <laughs> that's when your parents are coming to get you. She says, we, yeah, we told them all that the party would last until noon the next day. Uh, we told the whole city of Chicago that in the Chicago times, um, in the big front page ad that we took out for the hashtag stopping the violence party. <laughs> um, and she goes, wait, is it stops the violence? Hashtag stops the violence party. She goes, that goes no, I think right. it's hashtag stop the violence. Stop the violence. She goes, anyway, <laughs> anyway, the point is it's legal for 12 hours, for 15 hours for you to do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> she says, it's legal for you to do whatever the fuck you want. And this show is on a network. Yeah. And they're allowed to say F-bombs on the network. Because they just pay the FCC they just pay every the time. Just yeah. pay the fine. The FCC will let them be because they pay up every time. Yeah. So the kids, as you said, they tear in and we get some great scenes. We get a butt. <laughs> yeah, we get some a, really beautiful stuff. Yeah, we get a butt chug scene. Oh, yeah. Where the kids are doing the butt chugging, which is the whole thing that they learned from the movie Blockers starring yep. John Cena. Uh-huh. And then we see somebody doing coke off of somebody else's ass crack. Yeah, we yeah, We yeah, see yeah. somebody doing like the LeBron James thing with a bunch of coke. What's we, that? The... Okay, you're miming it to me, but we are on a podcast. So you gotta you guys explain know it. what the LeBron James thing, James thing is? I do not. The big old clap. Does he clap and like a bunch chalk. of dust flies or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. So, it's so like I keep cocaine. hitting the pop guard now when I do it. But they, yeah. they do it with the cocaine. That's how much there is. Oh, I see what you mean. Yes, totally. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank um, you. There's um, fistfuls. It's like in The Departed when Jack Nicholson, you know, like shoves his face down into the cocaine or whatever. It's basically like that. Yeah. Um, or what's another one where... It's like the LeBron James thing. Um, um, like an Olympic athlete doing gymnastics, putting chalk on their hands before they do like bars. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, totally. Um, yeah. The, the girl from uh, Jurassic Park, The Lost World, the movie, mm-hmm. who does the gymnastics in it, uh, she was actually in this episode mm-hmm. and they got her as a teen. So I know that that movie came <laughs> out um, in like, 2000 or whatever but they as we all know sort of recorded all these episodes over the course of like decades and they've been releasing them sort of i mean shit fucking kurt cobain was in this episode you know what i mean yeah 
I wish they had made more use of him, but it was before he was famous, so they probably didn't even know to. Yeah. Yeah. He just played like a um, just like a guy dealer. Yeah, just a guy. Yeah. Because actually, they had yeah, all the coal. Dealer there. They had all, yeah, and dealer then, there. Well, and, and this is well, this okay. is a comment about. Go ahead, you do your thing, and then I'll do my thing. How about that? Okay. So what happens is somebody goes, "Well, where's all the pot?" Yeah. And Monica looks at um, Rachel, and she yeah. goes, "Well, where aren't you supposed to get the pot?" And Rachel slaps her forehead and goes, oh, "I knew I was forgetting something." Okay, hold on. Let, yeah. let me call my dealer, and yeah. then she calls Kurt Cobain, right. and then they make out a little bit. Totally. And Monica goes, you're supposed to slap your forehead when you think of something, not my forehead. And Rachel goes, she slaps Monica's forehead again. She goes, I'm so stupid. Yeah. Um, What was my thing? Oh, well, it's actually a commentary on the, so this is a little bit of analysis of people say that Chicago Heroes, the show is not political. And I agree for the most part. Yeah. I mean, maintains a pretty apolitical point of view. Right. I mean, everybody knows, and it doesn't matter which side you're on, and there's, whether you're a brown, 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 white, purple, yellow, green, kind of, with your politics. Yeah. Like, everybody knows that firefighters, cops, lawyers, paramedics, mayors, and sometimes paleontologists are good. Are good, and are heroes. Yeah. Um, But there is some politicalness in this show sometimes. And one of those things is, like, it's about the privatization of public services. Uh-huh. So theoretically, you know, this is a government funded party uh-huh. and there should be government organizations to um, kind of create jobs and provide services, right? Which would sure. include flashlights and sure. kegs and drugs. Sure. But there's, we've seen a kind of dangerous, uh, I guess it's kind of part of the greater free market neoliberal project to privatize public goods. <laughs> and so they bring this, private drug dealer he's not employed by the state Uh uh-huh they allow him to come in and pretty much act as a vendor within a public service Uh uh-huh so that's kind of fucked up right yeah so that's what i wanted to say that's good and that guy was played by kurt cobain Uh uh-huh um um, fast forward yeah fast forward forward. now we're just watching chandler kind of fucking a flashlight for a long (laughs) time for a while So that's kind of like a show sometimes needs like a little interlude. You know how the song has like a middle eight break or whatever? Yeah. It's like that. Um, Exactly. And then what Uh, we uh, find (laughs) is a dangerous plot point. Yeah. And the rest of the show happened really fast. So the plot kind of starts here. (laughs) We've done a lot of setup. Yeah. So the plot kind of starts here where everything's going good. Everything's going great. We get to midnight. Yeah. The freaking... Countdown, countdown, countdown. Countdown, countdown, countdown. I'm a believer. (laughs) A believer. So if you you remember... 96ing. That's Adam Levine. He's doing an impression. Folks, folks, it ain't New Year's unless you got Imagine Dragons. Okay, so you remember all this. And then there's a... Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. <laughs> I love that. Is that um, Dizzy Rascal? I don't know. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the beat. Or whatever. I don't know. Anyway. It's Dizzy Rascal. Oh, okay. Were we talking about Dizzy Rascal recently? I don't think so. But you said that I you like it when I rap on this show. I do. But I don't know any other words to that song besides the one you did. Yeah. Anyway, the police are there. And yes. you're thinking already, well, okay, but the police are already there. They're inside the house. Uh-huh. The police are the police are policing from inside the house. Who polices the police? police. Well, we find out. It's the FBI, yes. the feds. 
And that's a thing that the kids start screaming is who polices the police? And the feds are going, we, we do. do. <laughs> and they're outside the house. Uh-huh. So they've set up. A the pro- call is coming from outside the house. house. They've set up a perimeter. And uh, what's a perimeter? Perimeter is round, um, round the outside. Right. <laughs> Trailer park. Trailer park girls go around the outside, around the outside. Is that Eminem? Uh-huh. Okay. So um, the feds set up a perimeter and- Ma- We forgot to say what something important. Okay. Um, this is a musical episode of Please Save Me, the podcast. Yes. We forgot to say that. Yeah. We love, you know, we love that you guys love that when we do themes. So we did musical theme. Yeah. We're getting paid by Lin-Manuel Miranda- <laughs> Uh, our freaking hero yes to do less singing on this episode than we were gonna do yeah um and i know he thought i was gonna go a different direction with that he was paying us to do it he no. heard we were gonna do it <laughs> he and said, he said i'll pay you guys don't. to do he said please don't we said for a cool cool tenor we'll do less yeah for ten dollars we'll do less um and, but not we'll do do some still and he haggled us down to five yeah um what are we gonna do with that McChicken, five of them, nice or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, um, five of the, them or whatever. Okay. So the <laughs> so we've lost a little steam here. Let's get it back. The feds have set up a perimeter, and Monica goes and she kind of peeks out of the front door and she goes, "Fuck!" She goes, "Fuck!" The fucking fuzz is here. She goes, five o, five o. She starts screaming to all the kids, you know. And so they kind of like put their underwear back on and everything. <laughs> and she, I, we want to make clear, except none for of Chandler, the heroes were sucking or fucking any of the teens. There was no, no cross, no, 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 hero no. teen cross fucking. No, 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 no. There was no cross fucking. Not that kind of party. There was cross fading. Cross fading for sure. Which was these kids were all all cross faded off the fucking syrup. The only <laughs> the only hero who did any sucking or fucking was Chandler who fucked a flashlight all the And night. you keep saying that and I just want to acknowledge that you've said it not nearly as much as they showed it. Right? <laughs> like they kept You know in Fight it. Club how on in Fight Club they the thing with the film. Yes. Yeah. Tyler Durden cuts splices like uh, grotesque images of, yeah. into movies so that they show just subliminally. That's what they did with Chandler fucking this fleshlight. But it raw. wasn't subliminal. It was for <laughs> like a little minute at a time. Minute at a time. Full minute. So think of what they did in Fight Club, but like extend it real long. It was painful to watch. Um, <laughs> it's just kind of sad. Pain, it's painful to watch. <laughs> It's really sad too. So you said sad. It was really sad. Yeah. I cried every time. <laughs> and so Monica's like, fucking them fuzzer here, five oh. All the kids put their pants on. Chandler puts his pants on. Right. Kids but he start keeps trying the to <laughs> She goes, sober up, sober up, sober up. But Chandler keeps the flashlight. He keeps the flashlight on. on, pulls his pants on, oh, and we right. call that the Matthew Perry special. And Joey, the firefighter. He goes, he, tr- he tries to start setting a fire. He goes, we got to burn this place down. And one of the kids, played by Dave Franco, who was in the last episode. <laughs> yeah, great. But in the last episode, he's playing an adult. Yeah. And this one, he's playing a teen, because he's kind of can go he's both ways. He's got that kind of face. Yeah, he's got a boyish charm. Yeah. And he says, um, why do we have to, and he's really drunk. He goes, why do we have to put our pants back on and hide everything? I thought you said this was legal. 
Swiss said this is legal. And Mayor Lisa Kudrow goes, well, well it depends actually, who you're asking. Yeah. And she can do a thing where she talks to at once. Because <laughs> her mouth's so big. Yeah. Um, she goes, actually, depends who you're asking. And if you're asking the government, that's not me. It's not. not legal. <laughs> it's not legal. At all. And, and, uh, and um, Monica goes, go ahead. No, you go. Monica, Monica goes, goes, Monica goes, she gets out a big nightstick and she starts walking up and down all the line of kids who have kind of instinctively lined up against the wall. And that's why they did that earlier. Yeah. To make them kind of know what to do if something happens. Right. It's, um, it's like in the military, they basically train you to kill. Yeah. Right. So like they found that during World War II, there was something like only, you know, 15% of uh, people who served in the war fired their gun with the intent to kill. And so the U.S. military remade its training program to basically realize they had to desensitize soldiers to the hesitation that they would sure. experience on the to battlefield. Pull the trigger, sure. And basically, get, yeah, big, give them a trigger instinct or whatever. Trigger finger. Um, so, yes. Yeah, they, they actually, the military installs itchy stuff on <laughs> soldiers' fingers. <laughs> so they'll often, right before battle, they'll um, they'll give soldiers a little cut on their finger, their forefinger, uh-huh. and they'll put a little cayenne pepper in there <laughs> so that they can get their tr- trigger finger nice and itchy. <laughs> Wait. This is true. Yeah, it's true for sure. So Monica gets them in line. This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass, Larry. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go ahead. So Monica gets them in line, and um, one of them, she says, okay, so uh, I'm, I'm really, somebody ratted us out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and She goes, I'm just trying to under, she goes, you're not going to get in trouble. Yeah. I'm just trying to understand something. Yeah. And so she says, you know what we're going to do? Everybody's going to close their eyes. Mm-hmm. And then whoever ratted us out, raise your hand. <laughs> yeah. She's going to try this little trick. And I will. <laughs> only, she tries this one. And only I will see it. Nobody else will see it. Yeah. And then you can safely just, I'll, I'll let you go. She goes, yeah. She goes, I'll let you go out to the feds out there. And you tell them. Hey, everything's actually cool in there. I was not lying. doing anything. Yeah, tell my you. I was lying. Yeah. So she's like, "You can it fix this. Prank. You can fix this if you just raise your hand." Yeah. And, well, what happened? Uh, well, what happens is uh, the kids, in a striking show of solidarity, they all raise their hands, right? <laughs> and Monica goes like. You guys are fucking with me. Except for then she notices that one, one isn't. kid doesn't raise yeah, it. Yeah, one kid isn't raising it. And she goes, my reverse psychology worked. <laughs> and what she says. <laughs> and, um, and she, everybody, she somebody goes, goes, do you mean reverse psychology? Yeah, yeah. She goes, that's what I said. She goes, that's what I said. You and she whacked him with her nightstick. Whacked him with his nightstick, her nightstick on his balls. <laughs> And he pretty much... He goes, oh, my balls are dropping again. (laughs) Yeah, and then he pretty much died almost. Um, (laughs) Fell to the ground, slumped over. Yeah. And she goes, I knew that you wicked teens would show solidarity with one another. And if I asked you to rat someone out, you would all pretend to be the rat. But what you don't know is that a rat won't give away a rat. And so the actual rat didn't try to give themselves away. And now I've caught them in my little rat trap. (laughs) 
And then he starts kind of whimpering like a rat. The little rat. Yeah. Yeah. And played, who was the guy that played this guy? Um, <laughs> Lucas Hedges. Yeah, it was Lucas Hedges. <laughs> and he is, um, how to describe this guy? Okay. Well, do you know the guy who's from, Indie movie plays guy. the gay guy in Lady Bird, right? Yeah. The guy who's Catholic, uh-huh. but has, doesn't want to come out. I don't think being Catholic is probably one of his main. Isn't he Catholic? They are. Oh, well, but it comes into conflict with his sexuality. That's why I mention it. Right? I guess, He's yeah. afraid of coming out. So he comes out to Saoirse Ronan, yeah. right? Um, it's that guy, <laughs> Lucas Hedges. Hedges. Well, no, I'm saying this guy, Lucas Hedges, <laughs> looks like that guy. Oh, right? but like a little But also a little up. like an owl, Yeah. right? And that's because of... Um, digital owl technology. <laughs> they did it with digital owl technology, and they mapped, they bitmapped or whatever. That's like a software word. They like bitmapped, um, what's that? Owl's name from Harry Potter, Hedwig or whatever. Yeah, Hedwig. Hedwig. Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, same one. So they bitmapped Hedwig's face onto this guy's face, and he looks kind of fucked up, like you said. And he's whimpering <laughs> like a rat. Yeah, and uh, Monica comes over and she goes strip down, and he goes fucking what? And she goes, I said strip down. Take off all your clothes. And he, so he does. And she goes, all right, he's not wearing a wire. And he goes, how do you know? And she goes, because you're fucking naked, you dumbass. I'm looking. And he goes, it could be in my butt. And she goes, is, is it? it? <laughs> he goes, no. And she goes, well, now I have to chat. <laughs> yeah. Now you made me check your butthole, um, is what she says. And do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? She says that into his butthole like he's Ace Ventura. And then it echoes throughout the entire mansion. Yeah. And she goes, all right, there's no... She goes, P.U. There's no wires in there, but you there's do need a little to clean poopy. your butthole. There's kind of some poopies in there. Kind yeah. of some poopies in there. Yeah. So anyway. Kind of. The point. Some poopies. The point is she goes, all right, there. he's clean. So the feds haven't been listening. So I know I made you a deal. I said that I wouldn't... Um, what she goes? What did I say? And he goes, <laughs> "You said that you wouldn't hurt me, which you also just kind of have by making me strip down in front of everyone and searching my butthole, but screaming, <laughs> screaming into, into it." He goes, "But let's say that that's not physical violence. It's kind of going to mentally scar me. But I did rat you out. Also, I, I'm 18. I'm 18, so I'm old enough for it. And I, um, he goes, I'm legal. Anyway, you slice it. That's what he says. Anyway, you slice it." Um, and Monica's kind of like, dude, that's not she what goes, this is about. <laughs> she goes, shut the fuck up, dude. And he goes, okay, do you want me to explain what it or not? And she goes, fine, fine. And he goes, anyway, basically I'm an undercover fed and I ratted you out to the feds for giving us teens drinking and drugs. And he goes, and yeah, I partook. Yeah, I partook a little bit. Yeah, I'm fucking on shrooms right now. <laughs> he goes, I'm human, aren't I? I'm, to trip is to be human. To air divine or whatever. Yeah, that's the one. And he, no, to air is human, to forgive To trip divine. is divine. Um, yeah, oh, to trip on shrooms. Yeah. Yes. Um, and this was almost like Adam Divine's house party <laughs> with how wild it was. Uh <laughs> 
Yeah. And this episode of Please Save Me is sponsored by Adam Devine's House Party. Is it still on Comedy Central? Is that the TV network it was on to begin with? We don't know, but check it out. Anyway. Didn't send this ad copy in time. So this guy, Lucas Hedgewiz, he starts walking out of the house, and he kind of looks back over his shoulder at all the teens, you know? And he's like, if you cut me, do I not bleed? And they're like, nobody cut you, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, stop saying stuff like freaking Shakespeare. <laughs> Stupid Shakespeare shit. And <laughs> get out. And he goes out to the feds. And they... You have a perimeter of, set up like Waco. Yeah. They're all firing their... And basically, they all pretty much kill him with their rifles the moment he steps out the door. Yeah, fucked up. Because <laughs> they think... They don't realize he's one of them. Yeah. Because the thing is, he had... They had arranged for him to be wearing... Basically, a particular outfit. But he was naked. He was wearing a question mark. He's wearing a question mark suit like Matthew Lesko. Um, you know Matthew Lesko? Matthew Lesko's the um, the question mark guy who gives away free government money on the infomercials. And he looks like the oh. Riddler. Oh, you could have just said like the Riddler. So Lucas Hedgewiz was wearing the Riddler outfit, but that's what Monica made him take off. Right. So then he was naked. So then he got shot to death. Right. So the feds think he's one, any one of these teens. Could be anybody. And they have a shoot on site order. And that's kind of what they said when they walked over and somebody's like, oh shit, he's dead. And the cop went, well, it could be anybody. He goes, I like that. Yeah, I loved that part. Because <laughs> it just really was, um, it was kind of, it was poignant. Yes. Because it made me think, oh, that could be me. Yeah, totally. That could be anybody. We're all mortal. Mm-hmm. We will all die. Yeah. From dust to, to dust. dust. And the... And the part the party is almost dawn because it was dusk. Yes. Yes, exactly. And so the feds, they all kind of get... They leave... They like pretty much leave his body there. And they all yeah. go back behind their cars and they say, this is our Waco, boys. And all the boys go, woohoo! Never thought I'd see a Waco in my time on the force. Yeah, they go, Waco! <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. They say never, what's the thing? Remember Waco is what they all say. Remember, remember Waco. Remember, remember Waco. And um, the lead fed, who is played by George Clooney, he goes, light them up, boys. And then... But what they don't realize, Hero House is bulletproof. Right. So we're outside the hero house and what happens to those bullet what happens to a bullet when it hits a what happens when an immovable object hits an unstoppable force? Ricochet's back hits him in the face. Every single fed's bullet ricochets back. And some hit him in the face, some of them don't. Some in the face, some in the nards, and some in another guy's face. Yeah. And it's a one guy's face got real fucked up. And it's a massacre. Yeah. I mean it's like a Waco level massacre. But, but to themselves. To themselves they did it. Um and meanwhile, inside the hero house, they have been hatching a plan. And they started digging a tunnel. They started digging a tunnel. They're like, we're just going to dig our way out of here. They go, it's going to be hard to dig a tunnel so fast, though. And Joey goes, duh, I have an idea. And he goes, uh, what if we call, you guys remember, he looks at the cardboard cut out of Ross. He goes, you guys remember Ross? And they go, yeah, from last week. The guy that got sent to the Caribbean on a private jet after he committed a big crime and 
got sent away. It's interesting that everybody knew that's where he got sent too. <laughs> Everyone knows that's where he is. Yeah. And uh, he's like supposed Roman to be hiding Polanski. out. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and they go, yeah, we remember him. And Joey goes, well, he's a paleontologist, so he's probably pretty good at digging. And they go, oh, oh, good idea. Let's go get him. So they send a plane to get him, and he comes Mary there. Lisa Kudrow kind of calls in a favor. Yeah. So she, he comes. She calls Alan Musk, and he sends one of his fast jets to go get him. Yeah. His space SpaceX jets. And Ross drops down into the house, and he goes, oh, I'm so glad you guys want to hang out with me. And they go, yeah, we really oh, want to. We love hang hanging out. out. With you. Yeah. Okay. We go. By the way, could you dig this tunnel for us? And he's like, oh yeah, anything for my friends. Yeah, he goes, I love digging tunnels. So about thirty seconds later, they've got kind of a tunnel out <laughs> to the city. To the city. So they all start going one by one, and mm-hmm. then they say, Hey, Ross, could you um, check outside? Uh, and he goes, You mean outside the tunnel? They go, Yeah, outside the tunnel, inside the house. We want you to go outside of the tunnel into the house and just check to make sure uh, (laughs) we turned off the TV. I think we might have left it on. And uh, Ross kind of goes, well, what? Okay, fine. He's like, I would hate to waste power. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want you guys to have a high electricity bill. So he goes. So the last teen through the door, played by Tom Hardy, um, (laughs) he, he knocks all the rubble down to get rid of the tunnel right behind him. Yeah, so Ross. And you hear Ross on the other side of it. Hey, what's the big idea? Hey, what's the big idea? Hey, 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 let me, let me, I think you are in the tunnel hole. And, um, yeah, and all of a sudden the feds knock down the door, um, with their big battering ram, which is not their wieners, but it's actual battering ram. And they arrest Ross and they say, so this whole thing was you. And he goes, I guess so. And then they do like the Looney t- then they do like the Looney Tunes ending. Make circle around his head and he goes, Boy oh boy. This again. It's Christmas time. And that was pretty much the end of the episode. Yeah. So you've been listening to Please Save Me. Please Save Me is the official recap podcast of television's number one show, Chicago Heroes, which is definitely real, but you will not find in any TV Guide. I'm Ben Flores. I'm Sarah Black. We hope that you will like, subscribe. You can't actually like it, but just subscribe to this podcast, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Twitter at Please Save Me Pod, and enjoy your New Year's Happy Day. New Year! Smells like courage. <laughs>